listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. I feel like it's just time to jump in. All right, it's let's just, just do just, it. Just fucking, here we are. You had so many opportunities to record so many different intros, and we're skipping all of it and going straight to the meat. Really, what happened? What what had happened what was, was. <laughs> you started talking about how you don't ignore us, but you really do. And sometimes I just, just want to watch YouTube videos and be left alone. It's unacceptable. Is that a crime? Yes. Like, yes. That is absolutely is. unacceptable. Is absolutely... No, it's not. Our president does it all the time. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's not the person to take pointers from. I'm hey, just look, if you can get there. to the highest office in the land, <laughs> being that piece of shit, <laughs> I can certainly fucking ignore a couple of my friends for like two hours to watch YouTube videos. It was all day. It was not. Are you, are you watching day. Review Bra? Well then, no. This watching? is unacceptable. What are you watching? Uh, oftentimes, Djibouti dubs. Djib- oh, God. You do like Djibouti dubs. I do like Djibouti dubs. I watched a great one today, person. actually. I watch BuzzFeed, so <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm lying. It's just three straight hours of tasty videos. <laughs> oh, God. Just looking at their food gives me gas. They <laughs> <laughs> do have a lot of like really fucking just like. How much butter did you just throw in that right. thing? How much cheese is on there? Not right. enough. It's Stop. like they come up with a new recipe by just throwing cheese on top of it. And they're like, all right, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, well, welcome to Tasty. Enjoy your, your fucking lactose intolerance. <laughs> Enjoy your constipation. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to Terror in Podnito. Boo! Boo! We drop it. We drop it like it's hot around here. It's so hot. It's so hot. I know. It's a new name. Everybody's confused. If you didn't listen to the last podcast, you don't know what the hell's going on. Shit. I was here and I'm still confused. <sighs> You're always confused, though. That's that's just normal at this point. You I, got doxxed. Where am I right now? <laughs> <laughs> so, a quick recap. We found out that there's a Dead Meat YouTube channel with a hell of a lot more people that follow them just than, like a, a few. than we do. Or than we ever we had. like rather. seven more people. Yeah, like seven. <laughs> Only seven, right? <laughs> Either way, we got in contact with them uh, and and decided to change our name. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's been amicable. Fans of ours, please don't go flaming. I know that the five of you that listen on a regular basis mm-hmm. that have our fucking dead meat logo tattooed on your arm I was gonna are going to have ass. to go through some, some sort some changes. <laughs> But uh, sorry, a good tattoo artist can fix that. Yeah, well. that's true. That's true. Uh, um, <laughs> nothing else is changing. We're not even going to start over again with the episode numbers. Oh, absolutely not. Because we're lazy and don't don't want to go through this again. And you know what? Like this is the this is the six month mark. Mm-hmm. Damn it, we've earned this. Damn it, we have. People <laughs> like us. We've earned this. We've been doing this for for twenty five episodes, six six months of our lives, and well, only like. Two months. Sam's of your a bandwagon life. fan. Three and months, actually. That's my eleventh uh, episode. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. So you're not quite three months then. You're on. You're on the cusp oh. of three months. Oh. Next episode, you can claim three months. All right. Cool. I'll, and I'll, like, I'll remember hey, that. I'll be like, do oh, I get a chip? Welcome to episode twenty-six. <laughs> Sam's three-month mark. <laughs> you just have to drink more beer. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be honest. We're flying by the seat of our pants a little bit this episode. 
we're gonna see what comes up. But as usual, we're gonna we're gonna keep the same format. We're gonna start off with uh, some horror headlines, jump into the now slang after that, and then go into our main event, which this week is a wonderful little movie shot in all black and white called the A Girl. Longest name ever. Walks home alone at night. Yes, it is a very long. Like a girl who walks alone home at night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is which is an Iranian horror movie. Horror is kind of a, a loose a loose term, I think, mm-hmm. when it comes to this. I don't, I don't know. We'll get in, we'll get into it. We'll get into it when we jump into the There's main vampires. Event. There's a Dracula in there. Uh, but it was a movie that we watched. So for today's horror headlines, we're going to kick it off with some news. About Ash vs. Evil Dead, and apparently it, it's on the cusp of being twice. You said cusp. I like the word cusp. In the last five it's, minutes, it's, it's a very it's a powerful word. Where it comes in with a with a hard C and ends with a hard P on the tip of your toe. <laughs> I'm it's... not sure if you've had too much to drink or not enough. <laughs> um, but Bruce Campbell saying if. Ash vs. Evil Dead gets canceled. That might be the last we ever see of Ash, period. Ever, yeah. I don't buy it. I I do. I don't know how much... Because, I mean, honestly, like think about the success of the remake. That was that went over pretty well with a lot of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the 2013 movie? I don't know mm-hmm. that... The, I don't even know... Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't was, even know that, that Raimi has the rights to that franchise anymore. No, I don't think all of it. Um, I so remember, I remember hearing rumors, and I, I know he was asked about this when he was talking about it, whether or not um, they were going to do like a joint where Ash and Mia kind of join forces because it all takes place in the same universe. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for that. Five I don't know years. if that would make any sense though, because like Ash is so that like Ash's Evil Dead is funny and mm-hmm. yeah. full of slapstick, whereas Mia does not. Yeah, it's it's fucking gr- grotesque and sinister and there's not really any humor to it whatsoever right. uh so they don't know if there's going to be a second season and during so bruce campbell was at the irish film institute or whatever for an no evening. they don't know if there's going to be a fourth season. season or a fourth season sorry yeah um and at the irish film institute when they were doing an evening with bruce campbell which was funny did you guys watch it no i did not it was pretty good was it um he said that he didn't think he said it's most likely likely not going to happen which is such a bummer, um, mm-hmm. because the show's it? actually been pretty damn good. I, uh, I'll admit, I have not watched since season two. I don't say I don't watch it either. But we're the problem. We are the problem. We are the problem. <laughs> we're the but prime audience, it's and not, we don't watch it. But it's not for like yeah, a lack of wanting to. On and nobody watches that anymore. It's just on stars. Like it does, I don't. I'm not going to buy another fucking premium channel. It's I, just I'm not going to s- happen. Yeah, I think that's one of the ones that I don't get. So It's the one that no one gets. Yeah, I used to, but... I feel like when they were bundled together, maybe, but I'm not going to pay for it separately. But the shitty thing is, like, Stars actually has some pretty good shows, like, all around. Um, there's one my wife has talked about several times that she claims is very good. And I think they had that book by that author, God something. Oh, um... I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Nice description. <laughs> <laughs> but that was pretty well received. I don't know. There's there's been a whole bunch of of what, the, the guy who wrote Sandman. Yeah. What the hell's his name? His name is escaping me right now. Either way, he I like the his direct quote when people asked about the doing a movie. He says, "I have lavender on my property. I'm going to Neil smoke Gaiman. weed. Neil Gaiman. There it is. And hang out. 
Yes. And honestly, can you blame the man? But does he actually have lavender on his property? Probably. Probably. Like flowers? Probably. Yeah. He just wants to hang out and smell the lavender and smoke some weed. See, yeah. Or if you have a vaporizer, you can infuse the lavender with your weed. I don't like that. And get that, that double. That I don't like lavender. As I hate like lavender. A, yeah. I like to smell it. I don't like when people eat it. I don't even really it. like to smell it. You don't like to smell lavender? No. Freak. Eh. It smells like a fucking candle shop every time I smell lavender and it just makes my head hurt. <laughs> but either is way it, is it just because yankee candle has tainted your love for probably. lavender <laughs> probably i blame them yankee candle does it again boys and girl <laughs> i'm a woman <laughs> this right. is women's history month <laughs> you're right you're right my be uh so anyways i guess we'll let you know when we know yeah well i mean i i i feel like it's not going to get renewed i don't know how? I don't think it's going to get renewed, and I don't think they're going to do a movie. I don't think so either. But like, Which is kind think, of a shame. Do you think this might be a situation where Netflix might be able to swoop in and save? Well, they already have the first two seasons. Of... I know, I know. but do you think Netflix would be interested in just picking it up completely Actually, and being like, hey, don't cancel this. We'll take it off your hands. I would not be surprised. I feel like Netflix picks up everything. Because I feel like this is that's another problem with this show. Is like For something like this, like part of the reason I haven't watched the last two seasons is because I've wanted to wait and just sit down and binge it mm-hmm. because i i do really enjoy the first two seasons or did really enjoy the first two seasons they've managed Raimi especially has managed to capture a lot of the magic that was in the second film mm-hmm. uh that level of 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 i guess silliness and zaniness but at the same time lots of practical effects lots of gore lots of horror mm-hmm. and uh the cast itself all works they all work together super well yeah, yeah. Um, so the practical I, effects are really good. They're fucking astounding. I, like Bloody Disgusting does an article about the practical practical effects almost weekly for each episode, mm-hmm. um, and it's really interesting. Like getting to getting to know, I guess, the intimate details. I've had a lot of spoilers for the last season because I've been reading the articles mm-hmm. and not necessarily watching the show. Um, but this could be something that that Netflix could easily swoop in and and grab and and save. So. If it is canceled, Netflix, please hear my hear my plea, my my cry. Do give I have to get to on my keep, knees and beg? Give us something to keep watching so that we can sit in our fields of lavender and smoke weed. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let, Bruce Campbell needs to pay for his marijuana. He can't he can't just smoke it for free. Uh, on to the next thing. This is more interesting than anything else. Mm-hmm. There's a mega rare cut of The Shining with a never-before-seen deleted scene that's gone up for auction. In addition to some other things, you've got mm-hmm. the corduroy jacket that was worn by Jack Nicholson, and apparently some of the carpet. Carpet from the Colorado from, Lounge? Yeah. Uh, now, so this is Stanley Cooper's assistant, correct? Who's putting yeah. this stuff up for yes. auction. Yeah. Uh, Which is kind of interesting. And all of these things are way out of my price range. I don't have a few grand just sitting around. And that's just starting. So what I found really strange about that, mm. the movie cut itself was cheaper than any of the fucking props. Oh, that right. makes sense, though. That's starting bid, though. Right, but the starting bid on the jacket was like thirteen grand. Yeah, but people are going to... I think there's some sort of science behind that, that you make more desired items lower than that makes people bid more. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Like, if you start something lower, then more people will bid, and it will get higher and higher. Whereas if you start with a high price item, uh, people kind of buy it and don't bid so much on it. Because, I mean, $3,700 for, like, a never-seen cut of that movie mm-hmm. is 
I don't know if reasonable is the right word, but in comparison to the prices for everything else that's up for auction. The corduroy jacket, I think, was the most expensive That was 1200 or 12000 Yeah, and I think that was the most but, expensive thing in the but book. But to be fair, that's the thing that I personally would like to own more than the movie. Like, honestly, how much, how much, how long is that deleted scene? And how much is that going to add to your experience of the film? Right, but you're talking about like a one-of-a-kind. Yeah. They, and that's that's great and all, but that jacket is also one of a kind, and it was, was just, actually worn by Jack Nicholson. It's just I a corduroy more, yeah. jacket. Go find Jack Nicholson at a Lakers game and mm-hmm. throw it at him, and then you've Freddy got a worn neck now more than he did in the yeah, movie. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick's dead. I don't dead. want to interact with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I'd pay I just more. Want his jacket? <laughs> I wouldn't pay for that. Well, I might want to pay for any of it, but <laughs> yeah, I, if maybe if I had a spare twelve, so grand apparently that it's I could a, just throw at it. Yeah, so apparently it's a cut where Wendy is holding Danny. That's yeah. the only thing that they said. Well, I mean, I'm sure that's actually probably the only detail that's been released. Yeah. It might be one of those things where uh, some douchebag bids on it and gets it and puts it in a in a locker and then has it oh. taken from him, like the Wu Tang album. <laughs> yeah, but at least he's not paying two million dollars for it. You don't know. yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I want some of that carpet. You so do, bad. You do like carpet. I really do. Eighties <laughs> carpet, especially. <laughs> this was actually seventies carpet. All right, all right. We talked about seventies bush. Yeah, we did. That's <laughs> our seventies carpet. <laughs> it's interesting carpet. It is, but all this stuff is super cool. Um, if you're a film fan and have a few grand laying around, why not jump in on the bid? And if you do bid, <laughs> send us an email. Let us say, know. Yeah. Let us know. We'd love to to just to see what you're buying. Live vicariously through your lots of money, and also send us some money. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far, but uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I have no shame. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you make it in this biz. Yeah, <laughs> being shameless. You would be surprised the amount of things that people will give you if you just ask them for it. You're right. Can I have that beer? No. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work all every time. You should know that I'm the one person that will tell you no. Look, it doesn't work every time. Just enough. Yeah. Thirty percent of the time, it works all the time. Yeah. That's all. All you have to do is start with a paperclip and then trade your way up for some magic beans. <laughs> um. Next up, the Friday the 13th fan film Never Hike Alone is heading to home video. We talked about it a little bit in one of our past podcasts, uh, and we really enjoyed it. It was really good. Yeah, it was pretty good for a, for a fan film that got started on Kickstarter. We we saw a lot of other ones at that point in time, and this was definitely amongst the best. I was going to say, until we saw, until at least I saw the Gremlins one, this was my favorite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I feel like you've got that like tie to Gremlins a little but it more was, than that I was do. Such a good movie. It was oh, really it was good. really good. Um, but this is also very very good. Right, I really enjoyed this one too. Yeah, that's... and apparently other people did too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if you subscribe to their Indiegogo campaign and laid down a certain amount of money, you're getting either a Blu-ray DVD combo pack, uh, a limited edition VHS, which is actually I think cooler than the Blu-ray DVD thing. That's really cool. Uh, Do you guys have a VHS? No, but it's no, still but really it, cool. yeah, like I still have original cuts of Star Wars, the original cuts of Raiders, like sitting on VHS. I'll just never get rid of them. I can't watch them. I have no way of watching them. But well, I have them. Go online and buy a fucking I've, tape player for like. Yeah, I could get on $10. Craigslist and buy a VHS if I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Uh, but there's just something about kind of owning them and knowing that they're there, especially with the Star Wars stuff. I mean, this could be like along, you know. 
along those lines. It might just be cool to have it, especially since they're the cover uh, and the way that they've designed like the rating mm-hmm. and everything screams like old eighties. Yeah, like you get that vibe from it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but there's some other things too. Uh, there's a one of a kind ghost Jason action figure. Uh, there's a mask replica. Uh, some posters, CD soundtrack, and a, there's also a digipack that comes with a whole bunch of stuff. It's like a mm-hmm. digital poster, a digital copy of the film. Um, so if you supported it, go check your uh, Indiegogo and see if you're in one of those tiers and, and yep. see if that's coming to you. It's 25 days left and they've already made, so I think their, <clears throat> excuse me, their original goal was $13,000. Mm-hmm. They've made almost forty four. Yeah, thousand dollars. I mean, it was pretty good. So good, mm-hmm. good for them. And and honestly, like the real big reason that I, I I want this to be more successful than it already is is because I want their I want to prove that there's interest mm-hmm. in rebooting this franchise, but doing it right, not with some scrawny little Jason in two thousand. <laughs> was it six? Yeah, something like six that. Or seven, yeah. <laughs> not, don't you don't, don't want Wendy Jason? I don't want. It makes him more relatable. <laughs> I can take that guy. No, I can't. I just don't want. I don't want that douchebag of a producer taking over my horror movies like he did for three years of his <laughs> life. What's his name? Transformers guy, Michael Bay. Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. Yeah. He did like. It, it, although I will admit, I did really like his original remake of Texas Chainsaw. There you fucking go. You <laughs> <laughs> got one. Thirty percent of the time, it works every I, time. I, I no, also like there that. was a lot. <laughs> It was a lot less than 30. I also like that remake. It was good. Jessica Biel was hot in that movie. They're going to give the rest of the money that they don't spend on the film to some sort of charity, too, which is kind of nice. Yeah, because they can't... With uh, all the wildfires. They can't make a profit on it, so (laughs) they have to donate whatever's left. I rewatched the short film today, and I didn't realize how long the disclaimer that it's not <laughs> not yeah. for profit it's up there for like, like 30 minutes. seconds yeah. <laughs> so this is three and a half weeks left for the campaign 25 days yeah yep when was that uh sleep away oh, sleep away camp i think it should the, be screened at that that would be amazing the the auction is already done for that but uh, when when's the actual when, they, when is the actual trip yeah i think it was in april yeah, it's in April, I believe. I can't remember the exact date, but it's... Nobody invited me, so I don't fucking know. Wait a minute. It's <laughs> all right. I didn't get invited either. Not cool enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is awesome. If you want a physical copy of this, then this is your time to do it. Um, next up... Massacre. Yeah, I am hype for this thing. <laughs> Smoke weed it looks, su- it looks super dumb. And I love stoner horror movies. Um, they, it they, looks so fucking stupid. It looks great. All right, don't you? How dare you? How dare you? The people that made this have feelings. Alex. Yeah, like writer director Dylan Reynolds, whose last movie "Nipples in Palm Trees." Don't judge. <laughs> See feelings. He has feelings. Palm, palm trees give those nipples feelings. Uh. So there was an exclusive clip that they released for this that includes some heavy petting and stabbing scene and some some stabbing. The longest four and a half minutes of my life. Get over it, Alex. God. God. <laughs> trashy the trashy the forest well, panda doesn't like littering. Because the premise sounds awesome. Like five. It does. Five women go into the forest yeah. for this girl's birthday. Go camping on four twenty, and then they find a grow up or whatever. Mm. But the acting's. T- 
at least one of the characters dies, so you know they don't last like a long it's time. It's low budget horror. It's, what but you... it, it's not good low budget horror With though. High budget. But what is good I low don't... budget horror? In the last like five years, can you think of an example of good low budget horror? Like how low budget is this? Like super. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Define low. It's probably it's... bigger budget than than yeah, the movie like we just much... talked about. Yeah, I was gonna say Hush was <laughs> Never pretty low budget. Low. Yeah, like I don't. I don't no, even that well, this definitely I don't think even had the budget of that. Like it's it's pretty obvious it didn't have it doesn't have the Blumhouse backing. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Blumhouse. <laughs> the Blumhouse. <laughs> I'd rather watch the fan cut of Friday the Thirteenth than probably sit through this entire movie. Mm-hmm. But I'll watch it with you. I'll watch it with you guys. You guys, I'm gonna go see Rob Zombie with you. You're gonna make I'm gonna make you watch this film with me. That's fair. All right. But mine was for my birthday. <laughs> I didn't say you had to make me watch it. I said I'd watch it with you. Yeah, I'll watch it with you. I'm just going to like I'm make gonna fun bitch of about it the, it the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I'm probably going to bitch about it the whole time, too. Okay, great. Well, let's All fucking right. watch it then and bitch. We might live cast it. <laughs> so it's premiering on VOD and DVD on April 3rd, which is right around the corner. Too bad not 420. Right? I know. They should have pre- Well, uh, Two more there's weeks. There's a lot coming out. They could have just waited though. two more weeks. That's but there's true. a lot coming out on 420. There's a lot coming out that weekend, too. April 3rd. Is there? What else is coming out the weekend? I don't have the list. In God front damn of me. it, Sam! Now, Why aren't you ever prepared for this? I am things? prepared, but now slaying for that week isn't this week. <laughs> there, I have it. Hold on. Well, the the Emily Blunt John Krasinski movie is coming yeah, out that's that, the big one. That oh weekend. yeah, that does come out that week. There's a couple that are coming out. Are we going to double feature this and and that a quiet place? Quiet. Yeah, quiet place. <laughs> that does look really good. It does. Gonna it go looks really it. good. That, that movie looks great. Kelly wants to see it. Mary I know. Beth wants she to see she... it. Because right, well, she's in love with John Krasinski. Well, well I'll just fucking go. Then. I don't understand that. Well, it's because you don't. <laughs> she loves The Office. That's her. That's her thing. So, A Quiet Place and Truth or Dare. Oh yeah, Truth. Or... We talked about and that at like one point. The and... Wolf Man. Like, oh, like a remake, a remake of the nineteen really forty one. Yeah. Huh. Is that part of like? Universal's Dark Universe mm-hmm. thing. The Rock is rumored to be in line for the title role, and it's coming for out. Wolf Man. That's what they said. They said for thirteen two thousand eighteen, but that might not have happened. Yeah, I don't think that's. This happened. is an old list. Didn't, didn't didn't Tom Cruise's The Mummy like bomb? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that I think Universal mm. scrapped that whole Dark Universe thing. All right, well that's gone then. Uh, hey, don't forget Rampage comes out on four twenty. <laughs> there you go. There's and the, the movie God, you're going to get oh, high God, for. The God Party already came out. <sighs> Rampage. There's gonna be a double feature that that night. It's gonna it's gonna be a quiet place in Rampage. No, Rampage is 420. Yeah, Rampage oh. is 420. Oh, whoops. Well, whatever. It's all the same to me. April is just one month. <laughs> it's a hazy month of just haze. Um, but yeah, it looks like it could be fun if you're into stoner horror movies. Well, and someone check it out. on Horror Society has already seen it. And they gave it a review of eight and a half out of ten, and said it was really good. All right, maybe so, maybe we just have to get past like the the terrible acting in that one scene. Well, I feel like I feel like when it's low budget, you have to go in with yeah. like expectations that it's gonna be awful. Right. You, you guys saw the tagline for this, right? Yes, it was so good. What was it again? Inhale, exhale, scream. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. Uh, but yeah, like, it, I don't know. It just looks like it'll be fun. Uh, moving okay. on. Moving on. Moving, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. My girl D. Wallace. Yep. Is joining Rob Zombie's Three from Hell. Mm-hmm. Looks like fun. I love. I love me some D. Wallace. This is the third movie that she's been in of his. 
Oh shit, you're right. Mm-hmm. She played in Lords of Salem. She was the landlord's mm-hmm. sister. Mm-hmm. In the first Halloween, she was Laurie Strode's mom. Yep. And then, and I never saw El Super Bisto, which is some sort of oh, animated. that was like an animated yeah. movie that he did. Yeah, she played Trixie. It was okay. Um, but we've talked about Three from Hell for mm-hmm. the past couple of weeks. Yep. Rumors into proven facts into. Mm-hmm. Sid Haig actually being in the movie. And now, and now Dee Wallace. And now Dee Wallace. So, so we're going to be talking about it for the next like four weeks, too. This is the one Probably, thing I don't yeah. mind talking about all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's confirmed that Bill Mosley, Sherry Moon Zombie, Austin Stoker, and now Dee Wallace are all yeah, in the movie. Um, I'm super excited. It'll be great. Hopefully. Yeah, no no word on what her role is at the moment, but yeah, I'm we'll sure have, it'll be awesome. We'll have more details to appraise you with later. Uh, this one also seemed like a lot of fun. Leprechaun Returns is being produced by the Sci-Fi Channel. Well, I guess it's just called Sci-Fi now. S Y F Y F Y. Um, and they just they just did a massive Leprechaun marathon for St. Patrick's Day. They did. I watched I think two and three. Sure. I don't remember. There's a lot of them. There, there are like six. Um. But the 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 ringer for this Seven. the ringer for this is that the void director that's so random is is going to be doing that. that but so I'm weird. I'm immediately excited for this. Yeah, I, mean, I really was... liked the void. And... I did too, but I'm so <laughs> I'm baffled by that choice. <laughs> he must really like Leprechaun. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. I, I but I just wonder what kind of obscurity he's going to bring to it. I also really liked the teaser that they did. It was really good. It was a pretty good teaser. Mm-hmm. Um. Pretty standard uh, lyrical rhymes. Right, right, right. Um, but it looks like it's actually got a pretty decent cast, too. Um, Taylor Spritler, Pepe Sanuga, Cy Bennett, Mark Holton, Emily Reed. Um, Emily Reed's actually probably the only one that I know. Mark Holton's doing a cameo as Ozzy. Sweet. See, but he always just looks like John Wayne Gacy to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's also written by uh, Suzanne Kiley. Kiley? She did Ash for Evil Dead, Ash right? Ash mm-hmm. Evil But the thing that people are really upset about online is that Warwick Davis is not returning as Leprechaun. People are, like, very upset about this. Yeah. Because he's expressed interest in being in it, apparently. Hmm. Or had in the future expressed interest in being in it and... For some reason, he's not. They chose to go with Lyndon Porco, mm-hmm. who I don't, I don't, I don't know him. He was in a Wayne's Brothers movie. <laughs> <laughs> Seems fitting. Yeah, there's uh, there is a lot of backlash to, that there's no Warwick Davis, but um, you know what? I'm I'm still willing to. to oh yeah, I literally don't care, but I'll so, still watch it. <laughs> yeah, so it looks like it'll premiere March 2019. Yep. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I mean, considering how much sci-fi has been willing to push the limits with a lot of shit they've been airing, especially like at late night, I mm-hmm. would expect this to be like a full-on oh, yeah. leprechaun film with the humor, the language, and the blood and gore yeah. that we've come to expect from this series. Absolutely. And they're, they're doing away with all of the sequels and sequels and sequels. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just 25 years after the first one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like it. Yeah, so I, I think I think, and honestly, I think that's that makes sense. If you're going to try to reboot this fran- franchise, then this is probably the way to do it. Ignore Leprechaun in the Hood. 
and just how do you or Leprechaun in the Hood too. <laughs> how do you ignore something so magical? It was yeah. such a good reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things in hoods, it's my boy Snoop Dogg is producing some okay. more horror. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about this when uh, Halloween. Yeah. Talk was Halloween? it Halloween? I feel like we talked about it God, around it feels, Halloween. It feels like it wasn't that long ago. Um, but, we, yeah, I guess we talked about it from, like, around the time we talked about, uh, what, Tales from the Hood? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is, so we're getting that and then this. And now there's the no... real. Yeah, but there's no... The, the one thing that I'm on the fence about is it's not clear whether or not he's going to star in this. Right now he's just producing, producing it. the thriller. Mm-hmm. But there's no... There's no official answer as to whether or not he'll he'll be a part of it he'll still be good really what i want is this to be a tie-in to bones <laughs> oh my god the thrill bones too <laughs> <laughs> is that too much to ask it sounds pretty good though the premise yeah what is the premise Alex? so the last stop shop in it's like a gateway between heaven and hell but apparently it's this like seedy roadside motel mm-hmm. and each because it's a show, not a movie, right? Mm-hmm. So each episode is like a character that has to kind of figure out if their soul is going to go to heaven or hell in this motel, I guess. It, the heaven or hell motel. The heaven or hell motel. No, it's the last stop. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to make no, it rhyme and You're seem to make cool. It... All right, I was Snoop... trying to throw down All right, some Snoop fat. Dog. <laughs> I'll never be Snoop as much as I try. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll never be. Is that just your life goal? Uh, you know, I just sometimes I just want to I bet you it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh I'm excited for it. Really it. anything that he touches because in spite of the fact that it was awful, I love Bones. Oh, I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh you know, honestly, mm. at some point we need to talk about Bones. All right, we can talk about that. We will get two listeners for that cast, but damn it, they'll be awesome <laughs> listeners. Maybe one of them will be Snoop. <gasps> oh, I could, I could hit him up on Reddit. He's on Reddit all the time. He's always on. Why don't Reddit. you just tweet him? Because that that uh, he's, the Twitter accounts are never man. If it's just if put it's it on a Reddit, famous man. person, if it's a Instant famous person's front Twitter page. account, are you saying that's why Kathy Bates hasn't tweeted me back? Yeah, yet? because it's like it's. I like tweeted some... her again today. I know, and I responded, <laughs> and and added her on that too. Your love for her knows no end. I love Kathy Bates. She's just going to message saying, stop fucking messaging me, you goddamn creep. <laughs> and your heart is going to break. And that is just going to be the end. She would never do that. <laughs> Kathy Bates would never, <laughs> ever do that to me. I was uh, realizing that when I tweeted her about making pasta, I think that she would actually make something more Southern. Like what? I don't know, like shrimp and Collard grits. greens. No, like shrimp and grits or some shit. Some okay. bad green tomatoes, maybe. Okay. Maybe I put her in a position where she didn't know how to make ravioli. <laughs> and she felt... Um, oh, no. What if she was like, yo, this girl's got self- me up on the pedestal. Yeah. And I can't... I she can't. felt self-conscious. She had to go and fuck it all up. Also, I realized how you can get in touch with Snoop. Dude, uh. dude does an AMA on Reddit like once every yeah, six weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's got a Reddit account. He, yeah, but he like, say that. Yeah. He, there's, there's, it's reg, people regularly summon him in threads. That's true. They just do slash you and then whatever his username is. And, he, and there's he's a like good, Bloody like, Mary. There's a, good, like, 50, there's a good like 50% chance that he'll appear and, All right, and so be every, like, yo, what Every up? other day, no more lurking. So have to start posting. Instant front page. Oh, God. Okay. The highest, <laughs> the highest thing that I've ever had on Reddit was... For, from from her the wedding invitations that she made that was the uh, most amount of karma that I've ever had in my life on Reddit 
I gave you some internet points. Yeah, you gave me a lot, <laughs> a lot of internet points. It made me it made me feel real good taking credit for what you did. <laughs> You're welcome. Now we can try to take credit for what Snoop's doing. Yeah, exactly. It exactly. all works out. It's cyclical. We'll take his internet points. He's like got a plenty ring. to spare. It's a circle. It's a circle. It's a circle. It goes around. So the next bit of news that we have, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one out of this group that's excited. Uh, Shane Black's The Predator. I'm excited. Which we haven't talked a whole lot about. Mm-mm, we haven't. I've seen every Predator movie. Is Happy? Yes. I didn't realize that you were... Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> you have someone to talk to. <laughs> so good that you're here. Because <laughs> I don't give a shit. Plus, this movie has, like... Some if you amazing... weren't here, I would have canceled. You feel that way about Aliens, though, too. Like you don't give a shit. I like about the that. original one, but that's about it. That's the. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of with you on that. I I've seen the newer ones because you know I keep getting drawn in. But I feel like every time I used to go on like random dates, <laughs> it was always when a new Alien movie came out. Dude, Resurrection <laughs> when that when the, thing, the the chest buster came, they threw the curveball but make it pop out of the yeah, guy's out of forehead. forehead. That's a game changer right there. <laughs> <laughs> My life will never be the same. <laughs> Ever. Movie was awful. Uh, Shane Black's <laughs> The Predator is getting some reshoots in Vancouver. So much going on in Canada Town. So cheap to make movies there. Is that why? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you get all those tax credits, right? Mm-hmm. But you got tax credits everywhere for making movies. More uh, tax sort of more tax credits. They're socialists. They don't need the money. <laughs> <laughs> and the weeds. You try cheaper. buying an apartment in Vancouver. <laughs> tell me about that. The weeds also cheaper. All I need to do is just like Weed mine maple so syrup, cheaper. right? No, I'll just, no, you just steal just it. Skyrocket up to the top. <laughs> Did you? Isn't the Dota conference in Vancouver now? It is. It is this year. Tickets. Uh, it's the, heartbreaking. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. Why is that it's, heartbreaking? Because you I'm go not going to go now. Why? Because it's in fucking Vancouver. It's like literally like an hour away from where you're originally going to go. It's too far. (laughs) That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's not the real reason. No, because now I need a passport. You don't have a passport? I have a passport, but I don't know if it's correct. (laughs) It's like... Five months from now. Yeah, it takes like it's like. Yeah, but now we're, we're we've already got other things scheduled. That's true. It's too right. late. The time is gone. That's what I'm saying because I will go with you now. You weren't going to come with me before. Well, mm-hmm. no, we were going to go to Seattle, and she was going to see her mom. Yeah, but then she was going to come to Seattle. That's I was going to come for a little bit. That's true. Anyway, like people need to know about our Dota plans. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that game anyway. Pay to win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but wait, 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 wait. What? Wait, 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 wait. I know you talked about Boyd Holbrook. But did you see the rest of that fucking cast hmm? for Predator? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's massive, dude. Like Jake Busey, Edward James Almost. Like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, Keegan Michael Key is yeah. in there too. Just Does doing everything else? now. Jake Thomas Busey Jane. looks exactly like his dad, right? Yeah. Do you yes. guys, he's like it's a team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. He has the same kind of mouth that could like eat a fucking cruise ship. I thought Gary Busey looked like that because he had like a traumatic brain injury. I didn't realize no, it he, was genetic. No, he has, he, he, he's a psychopath because he has a traumatic brain injury. Oh, not the teeth. <laughs> not the teeth. But who was it that did the last one? Rodriguez, right? Yeah. Um, and that one was pretty good. So the fact that Shane's Bla- Shane Black, arguably one of the better action movie directors of our time of our time <laughs> look anybody that was involved with Commando and the original Predator immediately gets an A plus in my book right have you seen Commando no that's like Schwarzenegger in his prime I don't care before back in the pumping iron days yeah, before he cheated on his wife left and right I don't care about that <laughs> 
Yeah, there was a lot of pumping iron and weed smoking and yep. talking about Wait, how, how his bulging muscles were like, was like coming. Yeah, dude, have you ever seen Pumping Iron? That movie is fucked. It's <laughs> a documentary about him weightlifting and being Mr. Universe. That movie is... And yeah, dude, he smokes a lot of weed. And this whole thing, he's like pumping iron is better than coming. Yeah, he's like he's like when the when the vein bulges in the bicep like that, and you know that you can't lift it anymore. It's better than coming. I'm gonna get so high and watch this. You have to do it. It's a magical experience. It is. It's 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 a one of a kind thing. What's they it don't make uh, pumping iron. Pumping iron. Yeah. I, yeah okay. They I don't. They don't make. Documentaries they don't make documentaries like that anymore. <laughs> he was. He was. Like, you know, when I get there, Trump could be, Trump be president. <laughs> oh man, this Reagan. is Reagan. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they're doing some some resh- some sorry some reshoots for uh, some three D stuff too, right? Like well, it's not just po- it's not just. No, I think it's just oh, it's reshoots. All in post? Yeah, it's all going to be post. Oh. But they said that the release date's still going to be the same, still September 14th. Yeah, so there's no pushbacks. That's the, that is one of the big issues with this is that it has been plagued by delays. Oh, really? Plagued by delays, which makes me a little concerned for it, but it is what it is. I think with that cast, that stellar cast, yeah. and the talent behind the camera, mm. dude, this movie could, could be in... garbage and I'm still going to watch it. Yeah. I'll still Honestly. see it in theaters. Can I come? Yeah. I thought you didn't. I thought you didn't care about. Prison. I don't, but I'll still come. I'm not going to get me a movie pass for my birthday. Dude, I, I heard this. Strongly thinking about about yeah. investing. In no, that. we should. I feel like we should. Yeah, you know, considering what this is. <laughs> <laughs> but we never talk about things that are current. Well, I go see them anyways. I, I know. this is true. You, you saw the new Strangers movie, right? Mm-hmm. Was that anything good? It was, it was okay. Was it better than okay? No, just it was okay. just, it was just, just okay. okay. Okay, there was a few good jump scares. Um, Any gory kills? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's. Uh... Yeah, there was one that was kind of like. Ugh. You're re- you're really singing the praises here. You're convincing me that I need it's... to drop everything that I'm doing and go see it. I well, the reason I asked is because uh, it's pretty out of a lot of theaters. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't there very long. Yeah. Even when I looked at it, it only had three showing times. Oh, really? For the whole day, yeah. yeah. Oh. I wonder if it's even going to make its money back. That's not uncommon, though, for this time of year. Well, like, if it's, like, Oscar Oscar season's done, so those movies that were in theaters for, like, four months are finally out of theaters, and now right. it's just a bunch of short runs as they, like, build up towards the summer stuff. Yeah, I guess it's probably true. I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah? It just wasn't the best movie I've ever seen. Hmm. Well, I'll check it out. Probably think... when it comes to video. No, see, I feel like movies like that you gotta go see in the theater. I feel like get a for, movie pass and then we can go to the fucking theater. Well, no, for movies like I'm, that, I feel like you have to see in a full theater. And if it's not a full theater, then you might as well just be watching it at home. No, no dude, my TV's not that big. Yeah, my TV. It's nice to have. It's a not surround. about the size of the screen. It's about the interaction with the audience. Mm, I agree. It's not about the size. It's about how you use <laughs> oh it. my god. <laughs> see, I disagree. It's part about that, and then it's also part of just like the huge screen and the surround sound. Yeah, it's fun. I think the surround sound is the biggest part. For yeah. Me. Huh. Although there was this fucking janksy speaker like right above me that was like humming the entire time, Ooh, and I fucking give props to that movie theater all the time, and I got so fucking mad. West Tower. Yeah. Oh, you went to West Tower for it? I always go to West That's Tower. My favorite theater, man. It's my favorite theater too. It's like, no, nah, dude, it's all about Cine, cine Bistro. Oh, fuck nah, that. <laughs> That's like too to, highbrow. For I like us. to be pampered in my West bourgeoisie. Tower. It's like you went to the movie theater like what 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. 
Like it's a step in the past. I yeah. fucking love it. It's always I empty. Have, I have yet to be in there. It's always empty. It's the always seats are empty. actually to be really fair, nice. Part of the reason that I never stepped foot in there, Kelly. There was one point where Kelly and I looked up movie times for a film, and we're good. We were hell bent on seeing it there, mm-hmm. and we couldn't find the fucking theater to see it. Is, oh yeah, it is kind it of is weird. Kind of a weird way to it's get in it. a weird spot. Yeah. We were we drove around that shopping center, could not find the goddamn theater, and just left, gave up. Though. I think we went to go get fucked. <laughs> there is a nice spa place right yeah, there. There's a good spa place right there. Um, there's also a ra- really good seafood place. <laughs> is there? It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Anyways, um, just just RVA things. <laughs> <laughs> so that wraps it up for the horror headlines. We have now slang coming up next. We got a now couple- slang. <laughs> now slang. <laughs> We got a couple things coming out uh, this weekend. Uh, so the first one I know we've talked about at least once previously. Um, mm-hmm. Unsane by Steven Soderbergh. Yep. Uh, full theatrical release tomorrow, uh, Friday the 23rd. There you go. Uh, Friday the 23rd. It doesn't have quite the same ring as Friday the 13th. <laughs> no. It doesn't at all. So close. <laughs> uh, so, close. so that one is about a young woman who's committed to a mental institution. Mental institution. Mental. Mental. <laughs> A mental institution where she's confronted by her greatest fear, which I believe was a stalker in the trailer for it. Yes. Um, but she, the question is whether or not it's real or if she's just delusional and crazy. That's like my nightmare. Yeah, right? Like, am I fucking crazy? Yes. <laughs> or am I not fucking crazy? <laughs> the answer is always yes. <laughs> I just assume. Debatable. I love you, Alex. Debatable. I just assume my irrational fears are always actually real. And my yeah, number dude. one, like That's my safe. number one thing, like is the fact that jet fuel can't melt steel beams. I'm just throwing it out. <laughs> so uh, another one coming out is called The Endless. Uh, it's a limited release. Uh, also on the 23rd, it apparently has been just tearing up the festival circuit for the last month or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's about two brothers who go back to the death cult that they fled a decade prior and find out there might be some truth to the group's otherworldly beliefs. Yeah, that one actually looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. It looks real good. That one looks pretty good. There's some sort of monster in there that looks kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And then to keep our Canadian love going. Uh, we can't We can't have an episode without Canada. Without talking we about can't. fucking Canada. <laughs> We've already talked about Where's Vancouver. Where's head? <laughs> We've already talked about Vancouver. We <laughs> We're going to talk about some Canadian stuff some more. Uh, this movie called Pie Wacket. Uh, it's hitting theaters and video on demand on the 23rd. It's an IFC midnight flick. And this is the one that you said was was doing real well on the festival circuit. No, that no. was the other one. That was, that was the other the one. Oh, okay. That was okay. the endless. Uh, but Pie Wacket is uh, a frustrated girl attempts an occult ritual in order to kill her mom. Mm-hmm. But awakens something sinister in the woods instead. It looks pretty good, actually. The trailer yeah. looks pretty I solid. I have the trailer for that one. Be careful what you It has... Wishmaster from... all of a sudden? No, they actually say that in the trailer. Okay. Oh, do they? Yeah, she goes in... Stolen from Wishmaster? Right? <laughs> I mean, it's Canada. Everything's a few decades late. Oh, my God. <laughs> it has Andrea from um, Walking Dead. Yeah. Does it? Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, that's I not care. True. That's like literally when I stop watching Walking Dead. Is it, is it that's around you... the time that I stop no, watching. No, I watch it a few times. And I didn't mean nobody cares that you said that. I mean nobody cares about Andrew. Oh. <laughs> or the Walking Dead. Or the Walking Dead. Or you. Or or me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, those are the three coming out this week. Now slay. Now slay. Well, that sounds like a whole lot of horrific fun. Yeah. 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 Could be. 
All right. If we go and watch them in theaters. So, uh. They're or, not all on theaters. Or VOD. <laughs> watch it on your laptop. <laughs> Isn't that how we do everything now? Apparently. Well, I Chromecast it to my TV. <laughs> Ain't you fancy? <laughs> I have a Plex server that I stream. <laughs> no, I'm fucking lying. I do everything at work, so I just watch it all. <laughs> <laughs> Your boss pulls you in tomorrow. So, Alex, we need to talk. <laughs> if they haven't talked to me in the plethora of horror movies that we've been talking yeah, about. Yeah, I guess it's true. They're probably not going to say anything. Somewhere about. your IT guy is like, she's at it again. <laughs> <laughs> full 70s Bush. Full 80s Bush. Oh, she's graduated. Bush. <laughs> Difference between 70s and 80s Bush. Let me Google that right now and then delete my history because I'm IT. <laughs> Everything's no, luckily, in an incognito window. Yeah, I <laughs> no, I was the best man at our IT guy's wedding, so. No, there you go. Oh, so that's how you earn points. Mm-hmm. Just show up to, just Involve yourself in the IT people's lives. Yeah. And hey, you have no idea how many brownie points it'll get you if you compliment an IT guy. Considering I'm one, just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. I have no intention to ever compliment you. I fucking hate you. But it doesn't matter because you don't work for the same fucking government that I do. Oh, I didn't realize <laughs> that that was a caveat. I thought it was just in general. Yeah, there's always a caveat with me, Sam. <laughs> Anyways... It's time for the main event. Drum roll. Uh, a girl walks to home, home Alone tonight. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful little Iranian black and white film. What do they say? It's an Iranian it's, western film noir vampire film. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's certainly interesting. Um, Came out in 2014. It did? Directed by Anna Lily Amirpour. Mm-hmm. And stars who I think was amazing was Sheila Vand as the girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a pretty. She did do a very good job. Yeah, there's that. also a pretty tight cast on this so, movie. So I think before we jump into the synopsis, mm. I think it's fair to say that one of the best parts about this film is its soundtrack. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. This movie manages to capture like scenes with the perfect music in ways that I haven't seen since like Quentin Tarantino and like Pulp Fiction or like I got a lot of Quentin Reservoir Tarantino Dogs. vibes mm-hmm. watching um, this movie well and all, each character had their own kind of soundtrack yeah which I thought was really interesting when the the main character Arash Arash whenever he was the most prominent character it was kind of like a westerny kind of themed music right and then whenever the girl it was like that kind of like Cynthia 80s kind of but punk she, like movie. she was fucking cool man she did yeah we'll talk about it in the synopsis right. so the movie opens up with Arash walking down a street walking down a street holding a cat no he he steals the cat but he's holding the cat as he's walking down the street regardless of whether or not it was theft <laughs> <laughs> he's still holding the cat walking down the street Masuka the cat. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. It's, it's same as Masuka. It does get there its you own, go. It, See? He, 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 cat gets its own credit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. As uh, the cat. As the cat. We're introduced to a little boy who asks him for some money. Mm-hmm. Some money. So, Please, sir, can I have some more? That's basically <laughs> what's going on there. Even though he's Iranian, he yeah. sounds British. Yes. In my head, everything is British. Damn colonization. 
<laughs> um, so the kid asks for what does he ask for? He asks for some money, right? Yeah. And uh, our Ash is like, no, you can't have any money. And he gets he gets into his nice fifties era car, mm-hmm. dude. That Thunder which was, was so nice, fucking nice, right? And the kid's like, oh, where'd you get that car? He's like, I worked very hard for this car. And that's part of like a, a central theme, I think, in this movie. Um, the next scene, we're immediately introduced to Arash's father, who is a heroin addict. Mm-hmm. Hussein. Who, yeah, who, yeah, his name is Hussein, um, who is buying drugs from a guy who looks exactly like Ninja from no, the Edward. I think he's shooting himself yeah, he's, in he's the toe. Yeah, but he, but he's he's he got the drugs from a guy who looks like Ninja from the Antwerp. But I think the first thing you see is him shooting himself in the toe, right. yeah. which is pretty important to note because his drug addiction is so it is heavy that he's not he's not shooting himself in the arm anymore. He's resorted to shooting himself in between his toes. But then you well, find... I thought that was more of like a hidden like to hide the needle marks. No, that's when you run out of veins. Oh, oh. I, I didn't know that. I, I thought he's not it was hiding to hide his heroin. No, he's not hiding his heroin addiction from anyone. It's when you that's run out true. of places. To I didn't shoot know heroin. That. So what about the, what about shooting in the toes makes it like so? I don't know, you just don't need to find a direct vein; it just goes pretty much right to okay. <laughs> See, I didn't know that at all. Um. So yeah, he's shooting himself between the toes. We get a glimpse of Ninja, and Ninja is like, "Yo, your dad owes me a lot of money, kid." Mm-hmm. And our Ash is like, "Well, here's some money." Uh. He's like, "Your dad's an addict," and he's like, "Oh, yo, Ninja." It's it's your fault that he's an addict, and uh, the 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 guys just the drug dealers like, oh you know I'm I'm gonna take your car as I guess payment. Right, for, his dad can't pay his debt. So for, for what it is, and obviously this pisses the kid off. I mean, it pissed me off too. He he's like, that's my car. Days for that car. That's yeah. The the number I don't remember exactly what it was. It was like two thousand one hundred ninety one, which works out to exactly with one leap year six thousand or six years. Really? Mm-hmm. You did your math. No. Look at that. <laughs> the, the internet. <laughs> IMDb told you this. <laughs> um, but you can see that there's like a lot of animosity between the father and son. Although there are times and scenes later in the movie where that animosity doesn't seem quite as poignant. Um, but he, you can tell there's like a, a distinct love-hate relationship, I guess. Oh, right, and clearly... With the boy um, and the father. And clearly yeah. his mother's passed away. Yeah. Because there's all those pictures which, of her. Which is why the father, I guess, has resorted to going to drugs and trying to mm-hmm. drown out the pain of losing his, his wife, I guess. Uh, and so Ninja takes the car. <laughs> Ninja takes the car. <laughs> and uh, the kid storms out after him and punches the wall a few times and breaks his hand. You hear it crack and... Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, it's a pretty it's a pretty bitter scene. Um, I gotta say, you know the the the, the actor who's playing Arash. Did you do you have that mm-hmm. his name? It's uh, Ar- his name is actually Arash Morandi. I did. I yeah yeah. I did. I did actually notice that. Uh, he's he's fantastic in this. He's really good in that role. He's got that like James Dean vibe going on the yeah. entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you disagree? Kind of no. He definitely no. He definitely has a James Dean vibe going on. Or like know. almost Elvis type thing with the wavy hair and just like the, he's very clearly trying to be like a fifties esque with the car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the leather jacket. The no, car, I see. I see what he's putting out. I don't know if I'd say he's a great actor, but you didn't think he was that good. I thought he was pretty good in this movie. He's alright. Um. So after after his car is stolen, 
or well not stolen but taken as collateral i guess <laughs> he uh breaks his hand and the next scene he's immediately back at work he's one of those guys that doesn't uh doesn't let the world get him down man <laughs> he's back on his feet back to the back to being landscaper i feel like in bad city you can't let the world get you down yeah man Man. <laughs> <laughs> so he's landscaping, he's trimming some bush. <laughs> Is that seventies or eighties? It's fifties, I think, actually. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to place the time period so in this movie. The the time period is in the mid two thousands. Well late two thousands, yeah. Okay. Um but there's a, it's like one of those it's like almost like it, it follows in the sense that there's a lot of surreal elements, so it's kind of hard to figure out what the time period well, is. Well I feel like they do that on purpose. Like yeah, they kind of treat this like yeah. imaginary world where you don't really know where they are. Or what time it is mm. of the, year. The only reason I figured out that it was the late 2000s, there were two scenes. There was one where, um, I, I want to say, uh, I, don't, I don't remember the character's name, but the, the hooker. Mm. That, Annie. Annie. Uh, she was walking down the street at one point. And, or Addie. Yeah. Addie. Yeah, Addie. Um, she was walking down the street at one point, and on the other side of like this like wrought iron fence was this busted honda mm-hmm. that was sitting there um but the one like thing that was a dead giveaway which is a really amazingly done scene that we're gonna get to uh is when Arash and the girl are at her place mm-hmm. yep and she puts on the white lies record mm-hmm. yeah um, that was 2009 oh, okay that's the only reason i knew that is because of that band oh yeah. see yeah. I did. That was a fucking awesome song. That was a great yeah, song. I have to like check that or yeah. find it and download it at some point. Um, but he's he's trimming bush. He's doing some landscaping, and uh, there's a girl that I honestly thought was gonna kind of be the love interest of the movie for a little while mm-hmm. there. Uh, what what was that character's name? I don't remember her actual name, but her title in the credits was the princess the princess okay well i mean it's a fitting title yeah. <laughs> very wealthy very well to do mm-hmm. yeah she's 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 prissy she's standoffish she obviously comes from money and she doesn't really seem to care about the value of things she seems very entitled and uh she calls him in to what fix her tv i think so yeah, yeah. and so uh he makes some some comment about how she needs to leave because it's inappropriate for a girl her age to be in a bedroom alone with a boy his age. What would her parents think? Yeah, what would her parents think? <laughs> and I think that's kind of more a call to to the culture yeah. than anything else, uh, especially if it's set in the time period that it is. And I mean, obviously, like this film was very clearly not shot in Iran, but right. it was supposed to be kind of like a reflection mm-hmm. of, of the country and the culture. Um, and... So she leaves after giving him a little bit of a tease, I guess, because because she goes up to him and and places her head on his shoulder and uh, I can't remember exactly what it is that she says to him, but it's something a little bit flirtatious. And then she walks away mm-hmm. and uh, he's left to his own devices in the room and he steals a pair of her earrings. He does. And it looks some fu- like some fucking nice earrings. Like, you know they're nice. <laughs> yeah, those were like diamonds and shit. And there were uh, a couple of pairs sitting on that little nightstand or counter or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But I think he arguably might have taken one of the nicer pairs. Yeah. <laughs> so after after uh, Arash takes the earrings. Yep. 
we see Saeed in his fancy new newly acquired car. <laughs> uh, with, By Saeed, you mean Ninja. Yeah, Ninja. Ninja gets his fancy ass car. And we see him hanging out with uh, Adi. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, if He's I a do, drug dealer. Drug dealer and... Uh, for some reason, I thought she was also a hooker. She's a bottom bitch, right? Yeah, yeah, but she also like yeah. does a lot of drugs. She's the one mm-hmm. that Hussein gets his drugs from. Yeah. Right, she's she's just an all around. All right, she's 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 one of those people that believes in diversifying her portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> she started from the bottom, now she's here. Exactly. Uh, uh, so they're in the car, and Ninja wants his money. Yeah, Ninja wants his money, and she does a lot more than just his money. Well, she doesn't have it; she doesn't have all the money, so she's gonna pay him in other ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she starts going down on him, and uh, the girl shows up, and Ninja freaks out. He's like, "Stop! Get off me!" Right, and then tells her to get out. She doesn't, so he gets out, and drags her ass out of the car. Yep. Just like you would do to your bottom bitch. <laughs> right? That's good for diversifying your portfolios. <laughs> uh, the girl's not a huge fan of that, but she just kind of walks by while giving him that creepy side eye. Mm-hmm. She's so good at Well, uh, he says at the time, he's like, you're 30. Like, what the fuck else are you going to do with your life? Right. Yeah. You see the girl kind of putting on her night attire. Her, Listen to her music. Listens to her music. In her room full of 80s posters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Covers her face in mascara. Yeah. It's actually eyeliner. Uh, sorry. Eyeliner. <laughs> and her lipstick. Don't forget about her lipstick. <laughs> uh, and then she goes on out and she runs into Ninja again. Yeah. This time, he's like, why don't you come into my place? What's up, girl? And you can oh, be my hey! bottom bitch. Oh, hey! <laughs> hey, fatty boom boom, hit him with the ting ting. <laughs> so more or less, that's actually kind of the next scene <laughs> in the house. He uh, he goes in, he puts on some really fucking weird music. Does three yep. lines of cocaine. Does a bunch of coke. Yep. He starts working out. Yep. Pumping iron. Right in front pumping of him. Iron. Because, because He's that's pumping the... iron. Oh! <laughs> it's better than counting. It's better. Uh, this, is, this is such a good scene, though. It's a really good scene. She doesn't say a damn fucking thing. No, she just stands there. Like the entire time. Yeah, because every girl just wants to watch somebody do three lines of coke and then start working out in front of them. And dancing around in a tracksuit. Don't forget about his awesome tracksuit. He did offer her some. He did. It's true. He was a gentleman. Uh, But I like how he had his tracksuit open just enough that you could see his gold chains and his neck tattoo that says sex. He does have a neck tattoo. I also read what his tattoo on his head is supposed to mean. I guess it's in... Farsi. Yeah, oh, what's it mean? Like wide pussy or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pussy opener or something like that. All right. That's amazing. I didn't go that far. Uh, um, so he's an awesome guy. <laughs> what a classy individual. A classy so this guy. entire time in the house, they're kind of on opposite sides of the room. Mm-hmm. Right. And every time he does some new little thing to kind of try to turn her on, he moves a little closer to her. Mm-hmm. And eventually... Uh, there's a scene where his finger ends up in her mouth. Mm-hmm. He touches her face. He touches he... her face, and it's like, oh, you're so pretty, and I'm going to treat you just right yeah. as my new bottom bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, you're, you're not 30 and diversifying your portfolios? 
<laughs> you're much younger and starting fresh. Yeah. Um, Even though that lady was clearly older than 30. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then off comes his finger. She clamps down. She yep. does. Her and fangs come out. Her remember? fangs do come out. And they make a great little, yeah, they make that great little hissing noise when they come down. Very, very Dracula-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ninja starts panicking and freaking out and yep. bleeding all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then she puts his finger in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that little detail, which yeah. was hilarious. I think it's also interesting to know, too, when her fangs came out and made that noise, he kind of just stared at her. Right. Yeah, he seemed he seemed he seemed he to hesitate like, for just like a split second. Blame and he it gets on the really coke. into it. He was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, blame it on the coke. I would be terrified. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lots of things can be blamed on cocaine. <laughs> um, but then we see the first like it's vampire hell feeding. Drug. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we get the first vampire feeding, and yep. she fucking tears his ass apart, mm-hmm. and starts going through all of his shit. Yep, steals a bunch of jewelry, bounces. She runs into Arash outside, who showed up because he wants to get his fucking car back. He wants yeah. his car back. <laughs> he, so, worked, he worked six years for that car. He wants that car. that car back. So there, there can't be that many people in this town if he knows where like the big drug dealer's house mm-hmm. is and isn't worried about going up to it. Cause, Knocking on his door. <laughs> right. um, so they run into each other, and that's kind of the first time they meet. She wanders off to go home. He goes inside because he wants his fucking car. Sees Ninja laying there dead in a pool of blood with a finger sticking out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and says, all right, cool. I don't have to fight anybody. Takes, <laughs> takes the keys. Takes the keys. And a briefcase full of drugs and money. Yep. And now he's king shit. Yeah. So this guy who's been working you know, super hard for six years for his car and mm-hmm. landscaping the princess's bush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't need to do it anymore. That's the episode of the podcast, by the way. <laughs> Landscaping Princess's Bush. <laughs> so he leaves and goes to throw Ninja's body into a pit with a with a bunch of, of other bodies. Dead bodies in there, yeah. I don't know. Dead bodies everywhere. I guess that's just bad city. Yeah, bad city Let does the it. Bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the pit. <laughs> uh, and then takes all this money and goes to a doctor to get his hand properly fixed up because yep. uh, that shit's been bugging him uh, so while that's happening uh, you see his dad runs into Adi and tries to get a bunch of drugs and she's not having it because he's not having any money he also just wants companionship yeah he's lonely he's, he's a lonely, a lonely old ass dude. fucking does junkie. he like drug her later later oh okay later on when he runs into her again but this but is the first time. <laughs> this is the first time that the girl sees them. Yep, uh, and she kind of follows them around and mimics their movements, but doesn't really do anything. And they get kind of freaked out and split. Mm-hmm. She's really just a gigantic stalker, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, she's like a hipster stalker. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, not not yet. Later, she's later. on her skateboard. Later. Well, she's about to go get the skateboard. Right, right, right. Because after she leaves, she runs into this little boy, mm-hmm. same little boy that mm-hmm. asked. Our ash for money. Again, mm-hmm. there's only like six people in this town. It's entire movie, yeah. <laughs> um, and she scares the shit out of him. She's like, are you being good? Are you a good boy? Are you a good boy? Are you a good boy? Don't lie to me. Uh, and just scares the shit out of and him. And she says, like, "If you're, I will watch you for the rest, rest of, your of your life. life. And if you are not a good boy, then I will fucking kill you. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's like one of the more chilling scenes mm-hmm. in this fucking movie. Because she like, she's, she's got this kid in her hands. And she's whispering in his ear. 
and it's just like leaning him back like almost like a dance move you know just like leaning him back and just like i will fucking kill you and then her voice gets real like demonic towards yeah. the end and she's yeah. Like, yeah 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 it's 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 that's one of, one of the more chilling scenes in a movie that is lacking a lot of chilling scenes for, yeah. for it, what it is. this movie is a very slow burn from it start is. to finish yeah um, but the little kid probably shits his pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was a good boy forever. And he was a good boy forever. He stopped <laughs> skateboarding because yeah. skateboarders are menaces to society. <laughs> and he, he changed his ways and stopped grinding on things he shouldn't have been grinding on. So he stopped sh- doing the alleys and the and the alley oops. Kick flips. <laughs> the ten eighties. <laughs> so he drops it and runs off and she takes a skateboard. Yep. So I don't I, like you never really see her walk the rest of the movie. No, She's no. always on a she fucking skateboard. She is made. She is Can we talk body. about real quick how goddamn good she is at skateboarding? Like immediately, right? I think that that's when they. And this is I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure that that's shots of her skateboarding. Yeah, are actually the director. Oh, who's really? Who's a very good skateboarder who looked very similar. Oh, look at that! Convenient. Clever girl. So we've got this vampire chick in her cape. Mm-hmm. Kind of looking like Lady Dracula. Yep. So awesome. And then Arash. Brunton striped shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Arash goes to a costume party. Yep. Dresses. Dresses. Boy Dracula. <laughs> and, Isn't it ironic? And now, takes his briefcase of drugs with him. Yeah. And runs into the princess again. Yep. And she proves to be a princess. Yep. <laughs> Buys he a bunch of in. ecstasy. He leans in for the kiss. He gets denied. And she says, Arash. Why you do this? Why you do this? Why you do this? But she buys some ecstasy for her and her friend, mm-hmm. and then she has Arash take some, who looks like the kind of straight-laced, clean-cut boy that's never done anything bad in his life. He works so hard. He works. He works so hard. So hard. So that's he ecstasy. Works so hard for us, buddy. So hard for it, honey. Doesn't <laughs> buy drugs <laughs> with this money. So hard for us, buddy. You better treat him right. Well, the drugs definitely treat him right. Yeah, they do. Uh, the next thing we see after he's embarrassed by not being kissed yep. is him staring at a street light. Which is, like, a super funny scene. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually a really yeah. funny scene. He, he's just out there in the middle of the fucking road staring at a street light uh, and runs into the girl again. Yeah. He's still dressed as Dracula, and they start talking, mm-hmm. and... He says he needs to sit down. <laughs> to be fair, he's on a lot of ecstasy. <laughs> he's on a lot of ecstasy. And he just needs to sit down. He's not really on that much ecstasy. He's on one pill of ecstasy. He's never done drugs before. <laughs> okay. Every, you have oh, to ease done, into this. His, his drug has been landscaping. Okay. <laughs> bush. <laughs> just trimming bush. And his car. And his car. Um, the girl says that she lives close by. Yeah. They can go there. He tries to get up. Falls back down. Yep. Says he has to stay sitting down. <laughs> and and this scene's so it, this is really cute, actually. Yep. Like she's this 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 fucking vampire girl, <laughs> this creepy vampire girl is pushing Arash along on the skateboard and he's all like in the fetal position on top of the Still staring up, just Still like staring wow. up, Just tripping <laughs> balls on ecstasy. All and of the just, stars are disco balls. Mm-hmm. She's just pushing him along. There's something really endearing about that scene. It's a great there's, scene. There's a few yeah. there's a few really endearing scenes so actually. The scenes between the two of them are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So the next scene is the two of them at her place. Mm-hmm. And this 
And she puts on that White Lies record. This is one of the best scenes in the entire movie. And there's no nobody says anything. It's a perfect marriage of cinematography and soundtrack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there don't there it's one of those moments where there's no dialogue necessary. Everything is communicated through motion and and the shots are perfect. And if you notice the posters in the background all kind of frame the shot mm-hmm. and they're kind of like it's kind of like a, a metaphor for the movie itself. Like it's it's like this hodgepodge of like clipped iconography, which is kind of how I viewed the entire movie. It's like it's it's a lot of eye candy, right? Um, and maybe maybe it's lacking in substance at points, but there's enough there's enough there with some with the more poignant movements of the film. Mm-hmm. Where it kind of keeps you intrigued, even though it's a slow burn throughout it. Absolutely. And I think I think that that background image of all those iconic fucking albums in the background are just it's 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 like a I don't know it sets it up. It and sets also up when the he spins that film. disco ball, uh, to like, like that play with light. Yeah. On that scene was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It would have been not as interesting, I don't think, unless I paid more attention to the posters but that light was just beautiful when yeah. you watched it and the two of them together spinning around the light I was like that's super cool and I mean what what, what was the name of that song uh, I don't remember the name of the song but it's by the band White Lies White Lies okay. but like I, honestly that's one of the the bigger talents about this director and I can't emphasize this mm-hmm. enough is her ability to pick out things that perfectly resemble whatever's going on in the film right like I, I don't think I could have imagined a better song for that scene. The song is titled Death. Well, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. It's the first that's track on their debut album. Um, which is the only reason I knew that song when kicks that movie ass. Was. Like, and yeah. I, I know I've already said it once, but I have to go down with that song. It's really good. <laughs> um, so that scene kind of ends with the two of them, like, standing there in that, like, pseudo embrace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it goes on to the next one where you see Addie keying up the car. Because as far what as she knows, bitch. to be fair, as far as she knows, it's Ninja's car. Yeah. And the last time she yeah, saw him. She's not a bitch. He threw her body bitch ass out that. of the car. I thought, I thought about it like, oh, she knows Ninja's dead. No. I'm going to key up this car because this little shit took it back. Mm-mm. No, she thought it was Ninja's car. She had no idea that the car belonged to Arash. Right. Which See, is strange because Hossein's like her number one Client. And there's like five people who live in this yeah. city. <laughs> you would imagine that she would know whose car that actually is. But the last but, time, she, and also it's the last time she was in that car. There's so many She was trying to pay party. off a debt by giving a dude a Hummer mm-hmm. and then got like unceremoniously Booted pulled out. out of the car. <laughs> there, but there's so many people at that party yeah. that are Ash leaves. But maybe they didn't go to a party in Bad City. Yeah, that's true. That when he's walking down suburbia land mm-hmm. and staring at the lights, it doesn't look like anything else no in the oil, rest of the movie. There's no oil fields. There's no yeah. There's no oil fields. There's no industrial trains. There's no there's body no, pits. There's no. <laughs> maybe uh, it's where uh, Princess and her bush live. I think it is. So maybe no. that's good city. That's good city. Good city. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but the girl sees Addie key the car mm-hmm. and decides to follow her. And there's that really cool shot that had, like, it gave me, like, Tarantino vibes. 
of uh, Addie walking down the street, and it's that real wide shot mm-hmm. uh, going downhill towards the streetlight, and the girl's following her. Yeah. And they stop at the bottom, and she they, there's a confrontation, and they end up back at Addie's house where the girl kind of reveals it. You know, yeah, she is a stalker. She knows what everybody in that fucking mm-hmm. town does. Uh, and Addie has that map up on the wall of where she wants to go because mm-hmm. she's diversifying. She wants to travel. Diversifying <laughs> that goddamn portfolio. But I think at that point, though, when the two women are having a conversation, that you know that that she's not going to attack Addie. Yeah. I think at that point you realize that... Really? I thought that was a really intense scene because I wasn't sure. It oh, was. I, I knew right away that that was not going to happen. Really? Okay. All right. I mean, it, it was a tense scene, but at this point... Yeah. woman's intuition. But no, I mean, at this, <laughs> at this point, all we've seen, and this is... Because uh, right after this, it kind of throws me for a loop. Um... But all we've seen at this point is that the girl only does stuff to men, yeah, not just men, but Vagrant. bad people, yeah. yeah people there, so there's the whole scene with well, the little no, boy where she warns been, him not all to be of them bad. Have been guys, yeah, they have, but they're not just random, like yeah, well, yeah, they nice weren't guys. They weren't. Well, no, it, like they almost are because she attacks that homeless man in the well, very next scene, and that's yeah, because she was hungry. She was hungry, and I mean, I get that, but once again, it's a man, right? Yeah. Um. So poor homeless guy didn't do a goddamn thing. And she looks at him for a second and she's like, did. shit, sorry, bro. I'm so hungry. So she leaves to go home. She sees a note she's on her door. She's been all of her nights with Arash. Well, she's going to spend some more time with him because she goes home, sees a note on her door. Meet me out at the oil field or wherever. All right, all right. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Sign Dracula. <laughs> Boy Dracula. Not Dracula. <laughs> Boy Dracula. So she goes and meets up with him. And he brings her a burger, and she doesn't eat it. She doesn't mm-hmm. eat it. Uh, I've never met anybody that doesn't like hamburgers. I don't trust them. What he says. Yeah. And hamburger was the only word that I could understand, because the rest mm-hmm. of it's Farsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but eventually, you know, you kind of see that love interest connection going mm-hmm. on, and he gives, uh, he gives the girl the stolen earrings. He does? But he... she doesn't have pierced ears. Oh, so man. she pulls a fucking safety pin out of nowhere because, mm-hmm. of course, little hipster Dracula would have a safety pin on her hey, fucking belt. If her cape is, for, I, is, I was gonna say, I think it's probably for her headdress. Probably, if her cape doesn't just stay on, she's got to have it secure somehow. <laughs> I'm just saying. So she says, "Pierce my ears." I'm pretty sure my wife carries her safety pins on her on a regular basis, but then again, she carries like everything. Your in wife her purse. has literally everything in her purse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how many times have you needed something from her? All the time. Exactly. <laughs> I carry like two things. It doesn't stop me from giving her shit about it either. Don't worry, Alex. <laughs> so he pierces her ears. Mm-hmm. He does. The well, first... he, he he lights it, heats he, it up, he cleans co- it, cauterizes he, it. I he, guess uh, sanit- sanitizes. Sanitizes Cauter- it. Well, yeah. it's more. I've um, that actually is more done for the fact that it stops the bleeding because it's because it's, it's so heated. Hot, man. Uh, it's not so much a sanitation thing as it is just like, all right, you poke it through, you're that not going to get any So when her ears didn't bleed, it wasn't so weird. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But. He's thinking ahead. <laughs> He's like, I might not see you in a mirror, <laughs> but I'll tell you <laughs> I what. Didn't see you, I didn't see your reflection a thousand times in that disco ball. Um, but the first ear she gets pierced, mm-hmm. uh, she jerks her head away and the fangs mm-hmm. pop out. Yep. She's like. <sighs> like a uh, cat. Mm-hmm. And he's he's concerned. He thinks it hurt. Yeah, but she says, "Go ahead and do the other one." Mm-hmm. And she knows what to expect, so he pierces, she pierces the other ear. And for a girl, I found this really just—it it was a small thing that I noticed. For someone who's never had their ears pierced, 
never wore earrings. She mm-hmm. got those things in in a fucking hurry. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's she has to show him how much she likes him. Like that was a pu- that was this is another one of those endearing scenes, right? Like this is like and this this scene reminded me a lot of um let the right one in. Mm-hmm. Like that scene. This this I drew a lot of parallels between this scene and the scene where uh, the girl in let the right one in in eats candy. Right. And she, she, th- she, and like she goes it, around yeah. the corner and she throws it up because she can't eat candy. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of those scenes where it's like she's purposefully doing what she can to show the boy that this she's interested. This is what humans do. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> that she's interested. And there's actually like a lot of parallels between those two movies. See, is... I thought about it. It was so weird that you said that because that makes total sense. When I was watching it, I was like, oh, she didn't want him to see that she's not bleeding at all. Right. So she's putting the earrings in real fast so that he sees it. So he doesn't see that there's absolutely no blood coming out of her ears. No, I think I think it's more. Well, yours just, makes much more sense. Yeah, I think it's more just like a. <laughs> this is what. This you is do. what happened. This is me showing you my humanity. Like right. I'm, I'm doing everything I can to show you that mm-hmm. I can be human here. Yes, even though she did, he does say like you're very cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does she bleed? She mm, must not. I right. I don't think oh. she does. Yeah. If she does, we never see it. Yeah. I pierce a lot of ears in my life, and it bleeds a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Alex actually has like 13 ears on her head. No, I mean other people's ears. I don't know. No, I, we maintain that you have 13 years on your head. <laughs> New podcast fact. Free? No. But, you know, this is kind of where Arash tells her that you know, she's pretty and she, she's got them lucky earrings now and he likes her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I could be those earrings. And, uh, she doesn't really know what to do, so she just fucking leaves. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a blooper in this scene. Uh, the trains that are happening in the background, mm-hmm. yeah, they're California trains, mm-hmm. and you can tell very clearly with the Amtrak sign by <laughs> by the fucking letters on the side of the train that it is a California train. It's odd, but to be fair, it's only it's one of the only scenes in the movie where that where you get lost, in California. Yeah, yeah, right. Um. So the next day, Hussein's freaking the fuck out. Mm. He's out of drugs. He is out of drugs. He is about ready to suck dick for crack. <laughs> <laughs> he's out of drugs. That evil fucking cat is like the wife reincarnated or something. Oh god, yeah. He's just cussing him. at the cat. Just... Every problem is the fucking cat's fault. He says, "Why are you looking at me? <laughs> you left me." Uh. So he breaks everything, and Arash shows up, and Saeed starts begging for more fucking drugs, uh, and. Arash. No, I'm sorry. He doesn't call it drugs. He calls it his medicine. Medi- uh, his medicine, yeah. His medicine. Because he's, he's sick. Medicine. He's very he's sick. He's very sick. Um, but to be fair, drug addiction is an illness. It is. Absolutely. I'm not even saying that in a sarcastic way. I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Arash is kind of pissed. He's over this shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, coming from a guy with a briefcase full of drugs, seems like a really rude thing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> he could have just given his dad some fucking drugs. Yeah. Um, but he tells his dad to get out. Never come back. Well, he but gives him a bunch blame, of drugs. You can't blame him for like, that, He right? gives him a bunch of money. No, and he gives him drugs. Oh, okay. He gives him that one packet. Like, he has a bunch more left, but he gives him one, like, little, like, bundle of drugs, which is the drugs that he brings over to Addie's house. But can you blame him? No, absolutely not. Like, at this point, I'd be done with him, like, too. Get the fuck out of my fucking house. He says, you're supposed to be my dad. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Like, as, yeah. a, as a person that grew up with an alcoholic father, like, I don't have, I don't have any sympathy for this Hussein guy. Like there's 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 nothing there. Like I would I would have been at the same point. Like oh, yeah. at this point at this point Arash is probably 
paying the rent for wherever they're living, probably supporting him in terms of buying food, uh, giving him money because he's clearly not doing anything else aside from sitting on. His he's not fucking, even sitting on a couch. He's sitting on pillows on the floor. His fucking car got stolen because of his dad's drug yeah, problem. Yeah, like at this point, like so this there's there's one endearing scene I think like before this before he asks him to th- or tries to throw his dad dad out of the house or does throw his dad out of the house. There's like one endearing scene where it looks like maybe the dad might be redeemable, mm-hmm. but then he just collapses back into this. Yeah. And this, this, this is the defining moment for him, right? This is a defining moment for Hussein. Absolutely. Like, the kid's like, take this money and get the hell out and walks out of the room. And Well, he says, if you Hus- take it, then don't come back. Yeah, but all Hussein had to do was just be like, no, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Like, help me get through this. But he doesn't. He, he takes it and leaves. Because he's a junkie. Because <laughs> you need to hang wrong. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but like, come on, come on. Like, that's your son, right? Like, yeah. you got to have something more power. There's got to be something. I mean, at this point. Yeah, heroin. At this, <laughs> at this point, it looks like he'd fucking trade his own son for another He fix. absolutely would. You're, pro- you're right. You're Which right. is absolutely probably would. why the weirdest thing happens after blaming the fucking cat for everything and thinking that the cat's like the ex-wife. When he leaves, he takes the fucking cat with he him. He does well, take the well, cat. Well, Arash told him to. He said, take yeah, that take fucking, fucking cat. I'm tired of looking at it. Oh, okay. So why takes, would you give your? Why would you give the cat to that guy? Yeah. He was just about to kill him. Well, because the guy now has something to barter for more drugs. Hey, hey, hey! I got this pussy right here. <laughs> it looks just like my dead ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> You went there. I, I did. did. I did. <laughs> so Hussein, Hussein at this point does the only thing he knows he can do. He goes, takes the cat over to Addie's place. And the heroin. Which and the heroin, got. which he just got from Arash. And forces Addie to do a bunch He's of heroin. so fucked up. I thought for a second. He ties her wrist together. Well, so I thought when she said no, and again, I still had this whole thing To be fair, though, she head. didn't put up too much of a fight. It kind of came across as one of those scenes where she was like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> so I still had it in my head, this whole like hooker over dealer thing with her. Yeah. So when she said no and he stood up and took off his belt, I was like, this is about to get real Oh, that's why I thought he was going to put his... Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, he takes off the belt, ties her hands. Yeah, but kind of like loosely... Bought, she kind she of loosely... Gotten, yeah. She could have fought back harder than she Her did. legs weren't well, down. Well, she's up. also a junkie. Yeah, but well, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. like it's 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 very clear that it's not supposed to be like she says. I don't want to, but just because you don't want to doesn't mean that you don't want to. Right. Exactly. No. That was literally the rapiest thing I ever said. Does no actually mean no? I Alex? meant about, I meant about drugs. <laughs> drugs are rape. <laughs> um, but we we do get like a nice little moment after. <laughs> After I love how shocked you look at yourself. You looked. You're like. You're like pausing and contemplating your life. You seem right disgusted now. with yourself. <laughs> but in this scene, it's true. Right. Yeah. But again, we we do get a reminder of just like the general sense of loneliness throughout this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, after Hussein shoots, there's a lot of loneliness. So much after loneliness. after he shoots her up and shoots himself up, they kind of fall over and just cuddle on the bed for a minute. Because mm-hmm. uh, again, the dude misses his wife. He's lonely. His son just kicked him the fuck out, mm-hmm. uh, and his only friend is heroin. Mm-hmm. Um, but the girl sees this mm-hmm. and decides she to do something about pissed. it. Right? So she breaks in. Addie wants to travel, yeah. not do drugs. Yeah, 
Addie's diversified. <laughs> that goddamn portfolio. She's thirty years up. old. She's thirty years old. She's an adult. She's a grown fucking woman. At this point, diversifying your portfolio is the subtitle of this fucking podcast. <laughs> She's diversified. Uh, so the girl breaks in, yanks Hussein off the bed, mm-hmm. tosses him around, and fucking tears him apart. Yeah. Uh, Addie's watching the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really seem too shell shocked, but we can blame that on the heroin if we want to. That's true. <laughs> Blame it on the heroin. Um, the heroin. <laughs> and there's a little conversation where she tells, Addie tells the girl, like, get the cat out of here, get the body out of here. Yeah. Just kind of leave me alone. I never want to see Did you. Did they here. bring it to the pit? No, they, they left. it somewhere else, right? They left it outside oh, yeah. of somebody's house. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember, I don't know, like, what area that was. They just left it outside. Um because then everyone gathers around. Yeah, yeah. and doesn't the little the, the isn't kid, it the little boy the that tells Arash who brings Arash to it? So uh, Arash sees and the his girl dad. also just to backtrack. The girl takes the cat. The girl takes the cat. Uh, so Arash sees his dad, and you kind of see him like break down. You know, he does love his dad despite his faults, and his dad's dead and covered in blood. And he and kicked shit. him out, so I'm sure he feels terrible. Yeah, yeah. He kind of, there's definitely like a, a bit of self blame there oh, going on. Uh, so now there's no real reason for him to stick around. So he goes over to the girl's house and tells her to pack her shit. Do you the... have a suitcase? Do you have a suitcase? <laughs> or do you only wear that striped shirt and cape? <laughs> like, do you actually need to bring anything else with There's you? Because he... I'm utterly convinced that you only wear the striped shirt. Like, bring the striped shirt, bring the cape, bring that awesome disco ball and a couple of records and let's hit the road. What's that song? Death? Bring that. Bring <laughs> the death. Um, She's got skinny jeans and a pair of cabs. That's true. She and does. a skateboard. And a skateboard. And, a skateboard. and, it seems to be um, and her mascara and eyeliner and lipstick. Yeah. Her makeup bag. Her makeup. Can't leave home without it. <laughs> she, <laughs> she looks like she doesn't want to at first, but she stands around for a minute and then kind of starts grabbing shit. Yeah. And Arash sees his cat. Then the cat comes. The fucking cat realizes that she was at least there. So at this if... point, he's he's seen her kill Saeed. Mm-hmm. Well, he hasn't seen her kill she, anybody. Well, she he, she walked but right he's out of the building. Two two yeah, he's not dumb. And then he's seen her, or at least assumed she, that she has killed his her, his dad. His dad because she has the cat. Right. And he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a fuck because he loves her. And she's got them lucky earrings that he gave her. Mm-hmm. And love is and she a pushed, powerful fucking thing. And she <laughs> pushed him around when his legs didn't work. Kind of like heroin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could say that they're almost parallel in this film. Is you did. Symbolism. No, no, no. It's, it's, like, it's like love is a drug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like going to turn your fucking mic off. <laughs> Just unplug it. Uh, so there's not much more to the movie after this. No, they drive, into nope. they, they yeah, drive they... away. He gets out of the car for a minute and like wanders around. You think like is he gonna? Is he gonna run? Like, yeah. What? Like <laughs> what's he doing? He's gonna but... drive a stake into her heart and buy some garlic. <laughs> Does anybody have any garlic? Bitch. But he gets back in the car, turns on some more of his uh, music. Yep. And they drive away. There you go. Very much like let the right one in, where they're both sitting on the train and she's in a box and he keeps peering into the box to make sure she's okay. Mm. This movie is just the Iranian this time with the, the cat. right one in. This time, they also, with the cat in the back seat. Yes. That was a great shot. That cat was a, an amazing actor. <laughs> so The Benji they. of felines. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's this movie. There's not a whole lot of dialogue or anything. 
there's not I feel like just like the last movie that we watched yeah. I feel like there's very little dialogue um, um, the movie seemed like it ran a little long I think a little long for me it could have been like 20 minutes shorter and I think that would have been yeah. fine because um, there were there were a handful of scenes that we didn't even talk about uh, just because they don't really matter yeah they don't add anything um, so I also learned though that this movie was based off an 8 minute short mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I didn't either. know yeah. that yeah. I didn't realize that either until same, I read the... same director but she turned it into a feature length huh which I'm going to lead off with the commentary about how I felt about this movie by saying that I am highbrow as fuck, uh, and I found this to be boring and pretentious the entirety of the time. So, I feel like this was all style and no substance. Uh, There were a lot of moments where it came close, particularly the one, uh, the, the scene with the disco ball where they're together for kind of the first time alone. Uh, he's over the princess girl. He's with the vampire girl. He spins. He spins. Sounds like the, high school. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Ditch, he spin, ditched the rich girl for the the hipster chick for the for the goth chick. So, <laughs> she's so old. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he spins the globe. And there's that scene where she she leans in and and tilts his head back and almost bites his neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's that's ultimately like what the fuck this whole movie is it's almost a neck bite it's right there it's on the cusp of being something genuinely amazing and mm-hmm. making up for all the faults that exist within the within the rest of the other stuff but it, it doesn't ever get there it's like that scene it backs down and never really truly gets to the substance that it's trying to get to mm-hmm. i don't think a lot of the stuff that happens in this film has any point uh, ultimately because of the ending and, and, and like I said I've said this twice already in the cast I think it draws a lot of parallels to Let the Right One In which was a much more successful rendition of young love between a vampire and a human being mm-hmm. and I don't think I, th- I think it tried to be something more than it was and I, I can't let me before it sounds like it's like I'm just shitting all over this movie. Cinematography was wonderful. Yeah. Soundtrack was wonderful. Yep. The the stylistic approach of black and white was wonderful. The way that she contrasts the darks with the lights is about as perfect as you can get mm-hmm. for a modern black and white film. But that's once that that's once again its flaw is its style over substance. Yeah. None of the the themes that it seems to really try to tackle um, ever really get flushed out. And I think it tries, and I, at least it comes across, and we'll talk about this here in a second, but like, mm-hmm. it, when you watch this movie, uh, at least I thought there was supposed to be some sort of hidden symbolism in a few different things. For instance, the head garb that she puts on every time that she goes... To kill... Right, the Shador. The Shador. I think that's I, how you pronounce it. I'm sorry, I, it's not. I, and yeah, I, I mean, like, like first off, let me let me say... Chador. Before we get into this, before we... Like, I, I have to admit that there's a lot of ignorance that I have towards this culture in general. Like, I just don't... I just don't know that much, like, about what it is that, that this movie is trying to portray. But as a result, I think it's trying to portray a lot more than than it actually is. Like the director came out and said, 
Well, that's the thing. I feel like, so, I, I don't know a lot about Iran either, but I feel like most people know that, like, since, like, 1980 and the revolution, Iran has been a relatively, much more than before, historically, a kind of, not repressed, that's not a, that's not a nice word to say, but, like, you know what I mean? A more, like, women all of a sudden had to start wearing headscarves. Right. You couldn't all, all of a sudden, like, in 2005, like, you can't listen to rock and roll anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's been, like, a lot more restricted. Yes, so oh, I, I think that's a good word for it. Restricted. Yeah. So I would think that when I was looking at this movie, what I thought or what I took from it was a bunch of sort of like female symbolism. Like she is this skateboarding, shador wearing vampire feminist. You know what I mean? Who sort of pray? Yeah. Who strikes men in the city who have done wrong, and that's yeah. like you know. But then the more and more that I, she's almost like the Batman. She yeah. is. Well, and that's the thing. Batgirl. And that's the thing. <laughs> I read an article afterwards, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at I have all this symbolism on my head when I first watched the movie, and I love it. I love it. Mm. And then I read this interview with the director, and she dismissed all of that. She said that there was no symbolism. This was not about feminism. She saw a Shador and thought that it looked like a bat cape, and that's why she decided to make this movie. And, and I was like, damn, girl. So the that hurts my heart. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of that in it. Um, like she, and if that's what the director says, then she did a lot of that shit really well by accident. By accident, and that's fine with me. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, the movie is a boy, a girl, like a time out of place, and a really cool car. Because this, like, the best scenes in the movie are all the scenes between Arash and the girl. Yeah, I see. I disagree. Really? R- mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Why? That one scene where she's on the skateboard and it's just herself and she's going down the hill and it looks like a bat cape. Yeah, yeah. It's that like was fluttering super behind awesome. her. Yeah. That one scene where she's mimicking the guy on the street because a girl walks alone or at home alone, whatever the fucking title. That's what girls are not supposed to walk by themselves at, right, at night. Right, right, right. And she's making the guy but she, feel but uncomfortable. Now the, she makes the man feel uncomfortable. He's not supposed to walk. But Alex, right. that was by accident. But yeah, the, but then, <laughs> right? you, then you dismiss all that as soon as you read the director's commentary on that. But I think dismiss, I think that's like, what it is. I think like, that you know what though. I read so she just came out with another movie like last year. Uh huh. Called Perhaps, what? I don't remember, but it has okay. Jason. It has Jason Momoa in it. No, and Jim Carrey. Everything has Jason Momoa in it. Yeah, the number twenty three. Because that was two podcasts ago. And then, but so in. So although she seemed very like apathetic about having this movie to do with anything about social commentary, especially in Iran, um, when talking about her new movie or newish movie, she says that like all of her movies, like she's a filmmaker, that she's very socially conscious and racially and morally conscious, and that everything that she makes when she's doing films, that's what it's about. Right. So I'm like, how the fuck can you say that and then say that your other movie had nothing to do with that? But I think, yeah. Was she kind of scared that she didn't want to like put herself out there as like a feminist movie? Because sometimes when you say the word feminist, people are like, oh, feminist, man. But people who dismiss that like are just ignorant in themselves. And I mean, like, and that fucking pisses me off. And and I I think I think her trying to say that that these scenes didn't have some. I I just I can't imagine that you storyboard and frame all these shots without some sort of intention behind them. Right. Yeah. And if you don't, then it is just especially self-masturbatory like, bullshit especially where it takes too movie. long. 
and it's kind of pretty in some scenes, but otherwise, what's the fucking substance? No, it's pretty. This this movie. And is if really there's no su- if there's at. no substance, then it's just nice to look at. And that's the thing, like, they, and that's fine. The wide angle shots that are pulled from like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. It felt a lot like Tarantino's early mm-hmm. films. Yeah, like, but Tarantino's early films were really pretty to look at, right. and like, I I. But I, like, I'm 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 with you. I feel like you. As strong as these themes are in this movie, that shit's not by accident. You can't you can't take an eight minute short, pump it out to what and ninety minutes, two, or more than no that. longer almost than that. hundred minutes. It was almost two hours. Minutes. Yeah, almost two hours. You, you can't take an eight minute short and pump it out and into something that some long and do it by intention. accident. Yeah, and not have some sort of intention behind Absolutely it. You just not. can't. And like like so yeah, I I'm I'm apt to agree with you, Alex. Like. Maybe that is like a fear, like the director was just unsure of herself, mm-hmm. and just it was her first movie, for her first feature D- length, feature length movie, yeah. And and she was she was just like you know I I I don't want to take credit for everything that people are seeing this, yeah. And now now that she's more confident, she's able to do that. But I just I feel like there's too much there's just there's just too much in this movie, and I, and I think if you do view it that way, it becomes something it transcends mm-hmm. a normal. Uh, just slow burn horror movie and becomes a commentary on not just women in society, but Iranian culture and, and Iranians in America. And mm-hmm. cause they but, wouldn't, but so to, much more than that. Well, you they know? wouldn't even been able to film this movie in Iran. Oh, hell no. Like, no, there, there was nudity, there was blood, there was violence. There was women without, without the head garbs on. Yeah. Like there's, there's tits. Yeah, yeah. Like there's nudity, just there's yeah. nudity and tits, <laughs> prostitution. Like yeah, this would never have been it able. dealt with some serious content. There and... have been a few guerrilla Iranian films that have yeah, but I haven't actually seen them, so I don't I know how much nudity or. But I think I think Iran is on the verge, or at least Iranian directors are on the verge of mm-hmm. kind of like pulling themselves out of out. Of, what was the name of the other movie under? Under Under the Shadow. That's right. It's a movie about like a djinn mm-hmm. that that haunts some people while they're being bombarded during a massive war that happened in Iran. Uh, and I feel like I feel like Iranian directors are, are right there. They're on the cusp of like being able to to tell something poignant for the first time. <laughs> I think that the Iranians have actually made a few poignant movies already. Well, we just haven't seen them. Uh, maybe, but like I think, I think, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that these are are becoming a little more mainstream. Yes, with, with yes. Netflix being mm-hmm. a prominent thing these days, with Amazon Prime being a prominent thing yes. these days, all of a sudden people are watching films that they probably wouldn't have watched otherwise. Because there was another movie on Netflix, I think, for a while called "This Is Not a Movie." And that was an Iranian movie. I remember. That I don't was think a gorilla. That. that was a gorilla stuff. Yeah. They filmed it in Iran. Oh, really? Without a permit, without anything. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it really was like the very definition of gorilla filmmaking. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think it's called. Yeah, this is not a film, or this is not a movie, or something like that. But keeping it tailored towards the horror themes. Right. I mean, like if 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 our, any of our listeners haven't had a chance to check out Under the Shadow yet, mm-hmm. it is. A fantastic movie. So so much to the point where I recommended it to one of my best friends who happens to be Iranian. 
uh, whose name is also Arash. That's true. <laughs> and Did you watch it? He might have been the. I don't sixth know if I don't know if you watched it. I don't know. I I recommend. I said you needed to watch it, but I think that it would be a difficult watch. Right. Because uh, that movie taught me a lot about the Iranian civil war. Mm-hmm. I didn't know a lot about what happened then until I watched that film, and it caused me to do some more research right. and and learn more about like well, I. It taught me about a whole section of one of my best friends' lives that right. I would not have learned otherwise like his family fled this Mm -hmm. war like he was a refugee from this war uh and he wouldn't be here in the states if it wasn't for what happened with all of this and so it was a very eye-opening film for me in the way that this was almost an eye-opening film for me and for the director to dismiss a lot of the themes and elements that i think a lot a lot more than just the three of us obviously I, I mean, what were, what were you commenting on like earlier? Like the, the two hundred hours yeah, of backstory for this. She, so apparently, when she wrote this film, she wrote two hundred hours of backstory for the girl. Like you just don't do you that. Don't write like two hundred hours of backstory if I don't do two hundred hours of anything by accident. So she's you, making, yeah, you so just they, don't. So they're a graphic novel, like a series of graphic yeah. novels. That but talk you, more about the girl but and the city. You don't write that if there's no story. I don't understand why. Or you there's would, no point. Or there's to no it. point to it. Why the fuck do you do that? Yeah, I, don't, I think that I don't know. I'm really kind of. I'm really. It really fucking pisses me off. I well, I just I feel like it's timidity and 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 not. I really would like to. I hope that she has, especially with more movies under her belt. Mm-hmm. I hope that she becomes a forefront because she does have an well, eye. And the next movie that she did, the one that just came, out, I think it came out like last year. Uh-huh. It was like a was like an immigrant and like mm-hmm. a woman, and they have to. There's something about like cannibals, and they have Are to. You think in the Bad Batch? The Bad Batch. That's exactly what it's called. Okay. And it's like a like a cannibals in a future dystopia, a desert wasteland in Texas. Oh, and sounds, the two main it characters sounds almost like another horror movie. Yeah, it's it Suki is. Waterhouse and Jason Momoa. And the two main <gasps> characters are a woman and an immigrant. So she's like, I understand people and who Keanu are disfranchised. And Jim oh. Carrey and Gio Ravisi. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. <laughs> I need to go home and watch this movie. <laughs> and that's what she said. Like, Strangely enough, my a film much and lower my... score than a girl walks home at yeah. one a night. Huh. My film and my filmmaking is all about asking questions about how the system pits people together. Huh. Like, you're fucking talking about the system. Well, no. I mean, if, if you look at it through that lens, it's, again, it's a time out of place with the girl and Arash. That yeah. their their paths are identical, but they run in like opposite directions, which is why they keep running into each other. At well, then she also said that she's very conscious socially, culturally, racially, racially, and morally. Okay, well, in that case, she fucking lied when she said this movie wasn't about anything else other than yeah. a love story between those two. Or her, not even lie. It's, but her chador looks like a fucking bat. It, I mean, it does. It does. But that's not a fucking reason to base a movie off of. What would you guys rate this? I'm torn, man. I, uh... I'll go. Yeah, go for it. Get, let, so, if you have a definitive I do. I have a answer. De- I have a definitive answer. Before I read that article that uh-huh. she, with that interview, I was going to give it four. Right. Four out of five. Yeah. I think now I would give it... Three. Three. Maybe even, two, maybe even two and a half. Okay. I was... I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, when I first... When I finished watching it, I would have said a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, a lot of like the, the holes in the movie that I felt like could have not even been there. Mm. Um, 
notwithstanding like the cinematography, the yes. the cut, the the soundtrack. They take uh, you to a different land. Dude, it was it, they do it, it The movie was so yeah, well right, put right. together mm-hmm. that that by itself made made it worth watching. But I, you could say that about fucking what the hell is his name? Zach Zach Galifianakis. No. <laughs> What, the Zach guy Braff. Who, the guy who did, like, uh... Snyder? Yeah, Zach, Zach Snyder. Snyder. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, All style and no substance. Right. But the difference was, like, halfway through this movie when you've heard... When you've watched 50 minutes of this movie and you've mm-hmm. heard maybe 10 minutes of dialogue, mm-hmm. you start looking at it through the lens of, like, all right, this is obviously, you know, kind of riffing on a bunch of, like, older movies and older styles and it it almost takes on a more artistic kind of view to me art house no it is it does have a very art house feel (laughs) absolutely um but i I finished watching the movie and i did a whole bunch of digging and the more i dig the more i hate it yep Hmm. for you know all of the reasons we've mentioned Mm -hmm. um because if you've got 200 hours of backstory it's not an accident Absolutely. and it's cool if you want to do graphic novels as like a companion bit yeah but you could have put for that I yeah i'm, I'm all for amazing. that too that's really I think cool more movies should do that but you could have put a little bit more of it into the movie too yeah mm. um, i agree or just like take out some of the scenes that we don't need like the the person the night after the party dancing around with the fucking balloon you remember that? Yeah, that was very weird. Oh yeah, that was really, yeah. really what weird. What was that supposed to mean? It was just that, like the party just ended. Oh, ah, okay. Like it, it, it was ultimately like a meaningless scene, and give me more between Arash and the girl because mm-hmm. those are the most poignant scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to give it. I disagree about that, but yes, I see yeah. what you're saying. Obviously, it wasn't as moving a scene as riding a skateboard down the hill with the bat cape flying behind you. <laughs> no, I think when she was mimicking that guy. That too. Like, he moved, I don't know, whatever. It uh, but like, head. yeah, just give me more scenes like that. So what are you going to give it out, uh, out of five? I'm going to give it, I'll give it a three. Okay. Three? I, I have a hard time dropping it below that because I, 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 yeah. I can see the two and a half, but that, I don't know, this movie was. It just, it hurt, honestly, her interview it hurt my feelings yeah what are you gonna give it how low are you going dose dose all right dose all, right. all style no substance let the right one and did it better this... that's all i have to say like i i just don't i don't no, know I mean, how else. that's fair like, you want to see a movie about two young people in love especially between a vampire and and a normal human being mm-hmm. let the right one in is the perfect example of that. And I'm sure at some point we will discuss that movie and you'll hear me give that a fucking five, uh, five million out of five because it just like, in my opinion, doesn't get any better than that. And this, I walked into it expecting something and walked out of it. Ultimately, aside from appreciating the cinematography, the Mm -hmm. soundtrack and, and the chemistry between some of the characters, Mm -hmm. like feeling disappointed, right? And I don't know how else to express that. Like, I, I, it doesn't make me any more or less excited for for this director's other material. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely interested in checking out this Cannibal movie that bad we bat. just talked about, bad, bad. Ba- the Bad Batch. Batch. And 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 it's no slight Batch. to her in any no. way, shape, or form. Like, I think I genuinely think she's talented. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I would follow her 
enough like like this movie sparked my interest enough to follow her and her other material we get to see her diversify her portfolio (laughs) but this movie just didn't do it for me i was i don't know what i was expecting when i went into this but it wasn't this movie Mm. and i i walked away disappointed i don't know how how else to phrase it so it's it's just yeah i mean the more that i like look at it and talk about it and think about it but for me it wasn't like a post it wasn't a post reading thing you know, like I didn't, I, I didn't formulate, I didn't walk away thinking that this was like a four out of five. Like I walked away thinking this is a two out of See, five. See, I never looked at this movie like a romance movie. I did. About a human and a vampire. I looked at it about a woman. As, as soon as I started it and she just started slaying dudes who are I don't think, bad for society. That's, I'm just saying that's how I saw it. Yeah, yeah well, like, well, uh, like, I never looked at it as like a romance. I don't think I saw it as a romance movie until that disco scene happened. And that mm-hmm. scene, I think, is one of the most poignant scenes in the entire film. And if you're going to have that be one of the standout scenes, like, that's one of the things, I remember that scene shot for shot almost mm-hmm. in my head. And I've only watched the movie once. And I could probably, like, recreate that for you right now in my head, like, via... It, it, like that tells me like this is there's some sort of chemistry there you know oh, there's 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 something there to those characters and 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 as a result like i can't help but view it as anything more than a romance movie well You're just a romantic not, not, at heart not maybe I mean, well, I, I, fuck you this bullshit <laughs> but but you know what i'm trying to say like this isn't this I, anyways it's time for the housekeeping <laughs> we've all made our points we've beaten this this movie into the ground this dead vampire yeah <laughs> put her back in her coffin let's wrap it up so to, so to keep up with all the latest latest not larest latest terror in podito information you can follow the cast on its official accounts on twitter and instagram at terror in podito uh we're still transitioning our domain name so for now you can only reach us uh, by email at cast at dead hyphen meat.com. We're going to be transitioning that in the next week or so. So uh, we'll make an announcement on Twitter and face and Instagram that, <laughs> that we will be doing that. We're also going to set up a Facebook page. Um, I'm going to put these two both Sam and Alex in charge as admins of that thing. Oh, and, that's uh, going to get real fucked. Feel, feel, feel free to join that. If you, if you uh, are so inclined you can also follow us individually. Uh, you can follow me, Palmer, at Sturmsworth on both Instagram and Twitter. I'm Alex at A Looters on Twitter and Amvoy, A M V O Y, on Instagram. And I'm at Sam Hebes on both Twitter and Instagram, but don't bother with my Instagram. <laughs> His Instagram sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that wraps it up. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Six months down the fucking drain. Mm. I love it. I love it. Here's to the next six months. Here's folks. the next six months. You guys. Honestly, like I couldn't. I couldn't imagine a better group of people to, to sit around and talk this. about horror movies yeah. with. No, but like I, I don't know. Sentiment, no, no, whatever. No, I want to hear it. Oh, uh, Palmer is a romantic. I love you guys. I love you too. <laughs> and we love you guys. As always. I don't know. Keep it creepy has been what we've been going with for the past few podcasts. We're going to keep it going for now. And maybe do you guys we'll like something. keep it creepy? We'll find something else if we do. If we don't, then we're just. I feel like it has it to be creepy. organic. That we can't just be like. <laughs> Are we, we're just going to start trying out. Let's just try stuff. shit out. Yeah, yeah. Until then, take keep care. Keep it every... slippery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that... <laughs> keep it diversified. Keep your portfolios diversified. Keep... <laughs> Love you. Take care, everybody. We'll catch you next week.